So, hey listeners, so we've reached episode eight. Wow, it's been a pretty mad journey, to be honest. Um, I've dealt with a lot of things after signing off of the podcast, after bringing up the memories and stuff. So, you know, it's been it's been quite a challenge, to be honest. I mean, I've tried to stay positive throughout the whole thing. But, you know, when I sign off, I've still got to deal with those memories that then that were buried that become fresh again and i have to deal with that but i did um i'm still hoping to now episode 10 i've 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 put the request out so i'm hoping that episode 10 the special episode will happen so please listeners keep your fingers crossed because i think it'll be an absolute amazing perspective because i don't think it's ever been done before not even in documentaries really when with the approach that i want to take to it so fingers crossed that that will happen but today's is not actually about like what uh anything in particular other than i'm just going to talk about uh where where i feel the government stand on treating men's mental health or mental health as a whole particularly now that we've had these two lockdowns and covid seems to be adding to the problem social media definitely adds to the problem of uh poor mental health and poor mental well-being so i'm just going to talk a little bit about that to be honest i mean i i, I did discuss about good and bad experiences mental health teams i mean I'd, I'd very bad at the beginning but fortunately i've landed quite lucky where i am that they're actually quite good although they still fall short because they've got limited resources limited staff limited uh funding in order to be able to provide everything that i feel is needed to help so so that that's a big big issue you know um governments seem to not want to fund anything towards what the biggest issues are in the uk and mental health is definitely up in the top three you know what i mean yet the government kind of turn their face away from it they turn their ears away from it they don't care I suppose, for want of a better word, I don't think they really care. I mean, would you care if you you had like 300 grand a year, an income from a second home, free travel, subsidised food, and were above the law? No, I don't suppose suppose your life would be very, very depressing or uh, anything really would affect you mentally because you don't really live life the way we do. You know, we we suffer at the hands of, of those that... As opposed to governess, and that, that's another issue that contributes to poor mental health. So yeah, um, you know, we know we know um, we we only have to look at waiting lists. When you get a waiting list of six months or more, then it's pretty clear that they're underfunded, understaffed, and overstretched. You know, and unfortunately, in that six months, how many more men are going to kill themselves? So yeah, it's a it's a major issue that we we seem to be ignoring the fact that this is like just as important than that than any other area within the nhs they need equal funding they need equal staffing they need equal resources because suicide is an illness it's a disease that's killing people that's a fact depression is an illness it's a disease that's killing people you know but on the, on the flip side of it, we've got the media as well. Now, the media have to be held responsible. They have to be held accountable for their efforts in being able to bring the issues to the limelight. Now, my biggest 
fucking bugbear about media all the time is we'll have a mental health week and uh, men will be featured for about a day and then like and I've, I've seen this for the last five years I've seen this exact same pattern on all daytime TV programs all talk shows and all news breaks in between and even the advertising I've seen this the last five years and it really pisses me off that they say, oh, you know, you know, last couple of years in particular have been like more and more geared about men don't man up, it's okay not to be okay and all that. But it actually amounts to nothing. It actually becomes bollocks and bullshit and a waste of fucking time when media and the news programs and the talk shows immediately flip the spotlight back onto a female problem. And do you know what they, do you know what the biggest one that they flip it back onto? Domestic violence. Now here's what really pisses me off. Women can be domestically violent and domestically abusive towards men as well. Now I went through the fucking system with the police. They 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 took took two hours to take the statement off me. And they went through a fucking tick box system. This fucking tick box system pisses me right off. Get rid of the fucking tick box system. One tick in that tick box system is abuse. You don't have to tick 10. Now, I'm not being funny. As a man, if I tick one box of a female accuser, I'm nicked. I'm banged up for 24 hours and I'm interviewed. That's a fucking fact. That needs fucking changing. That really does piss me off. And I excuse the language, but I'm really passionate about this this point. How are we supposed to live in a society that's equality-based when it's still not equal? Men kill themselves and if there's a suicide note left do you know what the biggest reason is a relationship breakdown or refusal of access to their children now who's in control of that relationship and children a fucking woman now i'm not being sexist i'm just stating fact that's fact that's not being sexist i cannot be sexist for stating a fact when a woman is in control of the children and ends the relationship and then stops the father from seeing the children the woman is a fucking abuser and she contributes to that man eventually going off and committing suicide that's a fact i'm sorry any women out there listening that think no he's fucking wrong i'm not the statistics speak for themselves. You can go and look anywhere you like. You will see 76% of suicides are men. That's three and four. And if there's a note left, the main reason being relationship breakdown and, ref- and denied access to their children. So I'm sorry, women, you've got to accept responsibility. Now, this is what pisses me off about the media. When they know they're trying to get men to talk and like deal with this big issue, that they then straight away flip it back to a female problem like domestic abuse. I'm sorry, that's bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. That needs to fucking stop and it needs to stop now, right? Because if we want an equal and fair society, then I'm sorry, then it has to be equal and fair responsibility. And at the moment, women are responsible for more male suicides than they'd like to admit. Now, I watched that Loose Women, yeah? And oh, it really annoyed me. They had an episode where they were talking about men and mental health and... I, I uh, that that fucking roof, you know the one that's about aiming homes. Tell me, say, yeah, but what about the men that are domestically violent and domestic abusive towards women? She completely flipped the script straight back onto men being at fault. Now I'm not excuse this phrase, but fuck you, roof. You really want to face the issue 
then fucking stop turning it back that the men are the abusers, that the men are at fault, the men are to blame. This is why men are fucking killing themselves, because they're made to feel they're to blame. They're made to feel at fault. They're made to feel they can't speak out. Now, South Yorkshire Police... Rotherham Police, I'd love to send a big shout out to them, so anybody knows anyone that works with South Yorkshire Police, let them know that I've said this, they fucking fouled me, and I almost hung myself, they fouled me, because of a tick box system, we need to scrap that tick box system, seriously, if the, if the tick box system makes you angry, get out there and fucking make it known on your social media, Get rid of the tick box system because it does not work. That is the way they zero out stuff so they don't have to give their time to it. And then the only time they give it to, give to it is when they're recovering a dead body and informing the families that they've found their family member dead from an overdose, slit wrist, bullet in the head, hung from a tree or a, uh, a beam in their house. Do you understand how fucking wrong that is? Seriously. And again, I'm going to apologise for the swearing, but this is, this is the one I've been waiting to talk about because it absolutely angers me, right? And if you're not angry about it and you've not got passion about making a change, then you are not going to talk... You're going to talk calmly about it, but I'm not going to talk calmly about this. The whole tick box system and men being always the abuser and never the abused is fucking ridiculous and ludicrous. If we can go out there and accept LGQBT and all that like straight away, and gay rights, and lesbian rights, and transgender rights, just like that, within a week, then why the fuck are we not accepting that women can be physically and mentally abusive towards men as well? If someone please get in touch with me and explain that. Why is it we can accept all the other changes, but this one just seems to be, no, we refuse point blank to accept that women are at fault. I'm sorry, ladies, but you are at fault. Right, you are, and that needs to change. It needs to change, and it needs to change fast because if it doesn't, we're gonna see more and more and more deaths. Now, who's gonna be held accountable for that if the government are refusing, and the law's refusing, and the media are refusing, and women are refusing? Who is to be held accountable for that destruction? Someone is at fault. No one decides to just go off and kill themselves, men or male or female. There's a reason. There's always a fucking reason. There's always someone behind it too. Now, I'm not going to touch on the bullying thing, but you can apply that to bullying, you know, kids that kill themselves because they've been bullied. There's a person behind that, isn't there? There's a bully. Now, let's... All right, no, actually, I will put it in bullying terms. A woman being physically or mentally abusive towards a man is a bully. There, I said it. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm told you that when, when I got onto it, I was going to be candid as anything. I will speak the truth. I will speak the truth as I see it. Right? Who might not agree? I don't really care because I'm getting the message out there. Let's stop this tick box system. Let's stop this bollocks that women can't be abusers because they can. My ex was an abuser for five years and she drove me to hang myself a couple of years ago or attempt to hang myself a couple of years ago and the police did fuck all. And I even said to the cop that, like, come out, that was that. And I said, if she had accused me of just one of those things on there, what would happen? He said, we'd be around and arrest you. And I went, and you think that's right, dear? He said, yeah, but I can't comment on that. That's the law. That's the fucking law? 
A woman only has to make one accusation and a man's a nit. But a man has to tick 12 boxes before they'll go around and nick the, nick the woman. Come on. Is that a fair and just equal society? I don't think so. And on that note, remember, Support Network, thanks for listening. I'll see you in episode nine. Take care.